0: Teach me how to be an entrepreneur. We are good to go. Yes, yeah, so welcome to another Forging the Brand episode. We are trying out a new streaming. Uh, I guess it's like a yeah a platform. I, I wouldn't call it like an app or a software. I'd call it a platform. Yeah, a Streamyard. We're trying that out today. So yeah, it's just another forging the brand. And We're going to talk a little bit about entrepreneurial mindsets. Even though Kyle and myself, we don't have the best entrepreneurial mindset because we still got a, a lot to learn. And that's actually a good one that I don't have on my list is the ability to learn. So, but we'll we'll get into that whenever we um, make it to that part in the episode. All right, Kyle. Let's do what we do best. Yeah. Let's talk about the brand. Let's talk about the brand. So I think I think the last time that we had gone through this, I feel like I need to move closer. Yeah, as close as you want. How big of a fat head do you want to see in this thing? <laughs> um, the last, uh, yeah, dude. I don't know about that. I don't know if people want to see this big mug in their screen. Anyway. The last time that we talked, I don't think
1: that all of the polymailers had arrived yet. Yeah, I don't think so either. I kind of keep forgetting that those are at your apartment right now. Yeah,
0: I got a little bit of everything in in my closet. Uh, We should have the bulk production coming in here soon, hopefully. Uh, (laughs) It depends.
1: Hopefully, we're thinking maybe April.
0: Yeah, late March, early April. Um. But yeah, the poly mailers and the sleeves have arrived officially. They actually, they look really good. I shouldn't say they actually look good. They look good. Kyle and I have a certain standard for what we want and our quality wise. And we've searched the internet high and low to get it and to find it. So um, they are good quality and they'll keep everything safe whenever we ship it out and it arrives at your door. So.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully. That's what we're hoping. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think that, I think that they'll do well, but anyway, um, that's been the big thing is, is having, uh, the polymellers and the sleeves come in the packaging, but we also have had, it
1: was a lot of boxes.
0: Yeah, it was, it was seven, <laughs> seven yeah. boxes. I think each of them were weighing like 35, around 35 pounds. Yes. Yeah, Thank yeah. hey God, I have an elevator in my, Townhome.
1: <laughs> right, yeah. I, I, is, yeah I,
0: live, I live on the third floor, so I just take it from the door right up to the third floor. Yeah. Although I would have carried those things if I had to. But I'll have to take them all back down again whenever I turn our living room into our distribution center. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Our first ever distribution center on and, the first uh, floor of Cam's house. Yeah, my
0: roommate, he's going to just come out and be like, what?
1: What the hell is this?
0: What is going on right now? <laughs> but no, nah, he'll, he'll be fine with it. He's he's been great so far with the support. So, um, just like r- really, ma- mainly a lot of you know, almost everybody's been great with support that we had talked to.
1: Yeah, I had people ask me about it today, actually. Yeah, when it's gonna happen? I'm like, oh, that's to-. good.
0: <laughs> wait, 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 way to <laughs> sell yourself over there. <laughs> oh yeah, I guess you know sometimes it's sheer maybe. What is this? What is this we're talking
1: no, about? I after? told him. I told him mid May.
0: Yeah. No, that'll be good. That, yeah, mid May, mid May. I mean, we're still slated for two this year, two deliveries and two or yeah, two launches. Hopefully, Multiple. I would, I would hope more than two
1: deliveries. <laughs> yeah. If if we don't get two deliveries, then we definitely missed one, on. <laughs> one to my
0: roommate downstairs and one to Kyle in Cleveland. Those are those are the two that I've projected. <laughs> Yeah, that would that would not be good. Uh, that would suck. Yeah, that would suck. Kyle, we were talking today about like protein bars and, and getting into you know, an industry like that eventually, not anytime soon, but we were talking about man, we're gonna have all these items of clothes, we're gonna have like five thousand protein bars that
1: we're just gonna get fat off of and Yep. Maybe some men's skincare products. <laughs> yeah. Shoes that we just can't sell. <laughs> yep. Yeah,
0: <laughs> we'll be able to just wear them and donate them after. <laughs> what it's coming down to, no, nah, I think I think we'll be good. I think that the whole idea of ha- being the first company to invest back in people is huge. You know, that, that's exactly yeah, what we want to do. Think it'll be really cool, and it'll hopefully pr- like help people to push them to actually do what they want to do now instead of just talking about it. It's going to get them to. Um, actually take action now that there's money behind it. So yeah. Yeah. But other than that, we have the samples for launch too. They are now in and, um, Kyle and I are happy with about like 75% of them, I'd say.
1: Yeah, definitely some that are messed up like the shorts and
0: a little bit of the hat, but we are making the adjustments. Yeah, yeah. We're making those adjustments and we're going to get those situated. We've been talking to some manufacturers again just to keep our options open and um, I think that we've landed on a handful of good ones that will be able to help us out for sure for whatever we decide to go with. But Kyle and I have, we have in our minds where we want to go and what we want to do, so... Um,
1: the website,
0: <laughs> I feel like it's just a broken record talking about this I know, damn thing.
1: The website just keeps going, yeah, just, <laughs> I thought he, he's keeps going, going nowhere. backwards, never, yeah,
0: yeah. It's just round, rounding the same track, we're on lap like 300 right now, and. I it, no I shouldn't say that because it is moving in, in the right direction it's been moving in the right direction we've been pushing that thing man we've been pushing that thing hard to get it to where we want it to be yeah
1: just a lot of delays and
0: yeah that's it yeah I mean this this is gonna play in
1: it's tough to designing a full website from scratch too And I mean it's not like uh, you know it's not like we're making a Wix page or something like that right yeah where we're just working off a template right. so
0: yeah yeah I mean, but it, it, having the flexibility to do this and, you know, I love this shit. Like it, it is a pain. It's a pain sometimes, but just because it's a pain dealing with some of the issues that, you know, you shouldn't be dealing with because you've set up so many, um, you know, different avenues to prepare yourself for something like this and for it to be successful. And then it ends up going astray and, and going in the opposite direction of, you know how it actually should be and then it's you're like well shit like i shouldn't have to be dealing with this because i set it up so perfectly that i you know it, sh- it should have went the way that it was supposed to but then it didn't and you know here we are again yeah but there even the things that you think and we've talked about this before even the things that you think are not gonna go wrong end up just going wrong <laughs> <laughs> you know, they round the corner and it's something that you're not really expecting to be. It's
1: always something It really
0: is, but it, yeah. it allows you to look at, you know, different scenarios and kind of plan for the future a little bit. Um, but it also, it makes you like stronger and smarter because you have to deal with this stuff. Like if you, if you, like you wouldn't be in this position of starting a company if you didn't think that you'd have to deal with any of these issues, of course you have to deal with some of these issues. Right. So, you know, you got to figure out a way to push through it and overcome the hurdles.
1: Yeah. And it's like what we're going through with the second launch. Like we are making clothes that aren't fitness design specifically and so i mean you gotta find a new supplier and we're definitely going through all the pain points of finding a new supplier right now and i'd rather do it now before the first launch is out than have the first launch go out and then try to do it in a month
0: sorry wait yeah no no i agree with you i i can't like (laughs) dude do you have like a fat lip dude did somebody punch you in the face i don't think so uh, on on the screen it's like it's i've like, just
1: got luscious lips i think
0: <laughs> no dude it's like I, something's like glistening <laughs> down there and i thought it looked like a fat lip like
1: oh it's probably the chapstick. Uh, I, I was on. like it looked like uh, Bees ultra condition oh i i
0: caught like uh, i caught dance. the glare and then it uh I, yeah. I thought that somebody had like like punched you in the face no, it, she got
1: super <laughs> plump luscious lips with uh some uh what do you call it chaps all right on. ladies
0: For all you listening out there, he's single and he's got luscious, (laughs) luscious lips. (laughs) Oh shit. That's funny, man. That's funny. Nice and moisturized. There you go. Burt's Bees. Right? That's what it is. Burt's Bees. All right. Yeah, yeah. dude. No, I'm so sorry. I was laughing at that shit because I thought that I was, I was only thinking about like what you got yourself into (laughs) where you got like socked in the face with a fat lip. No, but no. Yeah. You made some, you made some good points as usual. But um, all right, let's get into. Uh, unless you have anything else for what we've been up to, we've just been like trying to collaborate and coordinate these putting of the fires out. <laughs> for
1: yeah, that we we've got some more guest podcasts coming up too. We just released Mike's, which was good. Yeah. Um, then we got at least two more coming up, so it's exciting.
0: Yeah. All so all three of our leaders episodes are out now. They're finally out. Uh, we have Charlie, Gina, and Mike. All three of those episodes are out now. Those are great people. You know, we've, and we've had, everybody that we've had speak on the podcast have, they're like just genuine great people. And we we do.
1: Yeah, very, very driven yeah. and motivated people. Too. They're exactly
0: the type of group that you want to surround yourself with. And that's exactly what Kyle and I are trying to build. Like we want that cross-collaborative network where we just all support one another uh, for what we're doing and and you know we just network for each other and i'm not saying all the time like you already see it you see it with like alpha leaf buff bunny um what they do with sour strips and 3d and even with shallies and aka power like they all collectively support one another and those brands like continue to build in the right direction with each other and w- there's there's f- well even with ever forward you know there's four apparel companies in that group and they all manage to, you know, continue to build. But that's because they all have different personalities backing them. They're all—I wouldn't say that they're all—they all have a different like target market. Because, like, I'm pretty sure Buff Bunny and like, right, Outletes, like, some of their women's stuff is, yeah. But it—you it, just you connect with the person that it actually like identifies with that brand and the person that's building it and that personality behind it. So, because Christian's personality is a lot different than Max's. <laughs> But Anywho, yeah, so we do have two uh podcasts ge- or podcast guests coming up here in the next three, four days, so we have another uh photographer videographer, a good buddy of mine out here in Colorado that has been helping Kyle and I out. And I, I, I'm excited to hear his story because I don't actually know, like, the full extent of what his story is. Just like I didn't know what Mike's story is. If you haven't heard Mike's podcast, go check it out. It's it's pretty sweet. Kyle came up with a great title through the lens with Michael Tempio. <laughs> good stuff. Good stuff.
1: Yeah, good episode. Yeah, it is.
0: And then we got Nick Nick Bartley coming on on Monday. He's, <laughs> he's very into, like, old, nostalgic toys and, like, Basically, he reminds me of uh, what was that that one show, um, like American Pickers. He reminds me of like something like that. Yeah, American yeah. Pickers,
1: go around and find a bunch of old stuff and resell. Yeah, it. but he just got his his like YouTube
0: and well, he actually just got a show on television. So that's gonna be cool to hear a little bit about that.
1: Yeah, I'm pumped for that one. Yeah, I don't know how
0: one goes about actually getting a show on TV but Kyle and I we're ready to start our Iron Pulse reality show. It's coming out summer 2022. <laughs>
1: Wouldn't that be something? Yeah, that would
0: be that would be something to say the least. I don't you yeah. know. Let, let's start with uh some vlogs first. We'll see how that builds up and then maybe we can get into reality TV. I don't know if we'll, I mean sitting at a desk, sitting at a computer, I don't know how much you know, how much fluff we would put in there, but that, yeah, that's really it that's going on our side of things. Uh, we're still, May's looking good for a launch still, and uh, the website is moving ever so slowly in the right direction. But it's moving, and, you know, it's moving in the right direction. That's the good part.
1: Yeah. It's a good part. All right, Cam, should we get into some how to be an entrepreneur, like what kind of mindset yes, you should have? Teach me how
0: to be an entrepreneur. Cause
1: I have no idea. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. What is your, what's your, uh, what's your top tip? My top tip? Well, I got, I I got, I got a list
0: and I don't really have one like top tip, but if I had to, you know, if you had a, like, if I had a gun in my head saying, Hey, pick, pick your top entrepreneurial tip, you gotta be able to create your own opportunities. Like you got to have that mindset that you see a situation and you got to be able to create something out of it because if you can't create something out, like if you, if you can't create an opportunity from, I'm not saying basically nothing because there's, you got to be able to identify opportunities too. So being able to identify and, or create your own opportunities, open your own doors. That's what you have to do, right? Because it's not going to just fall in your lap. And if it does, you better buy a lottery ticket because that's pretty damn lucky you know, and you're going to hear a lot about this on Jordan's podcast. I'm going to tie this in real quick is he, I know, I know what he's done to a certain extent of how he's created his own opportunities. And within a year, it's, you know, I would say maybe like eight, nine months of doing so, like his life has changed and it's going to continue to change. And we'll talk about that more in his own podcast, but yeah, creating your own
1: opportunities. That would be my number one tip. What about you, sir? Um, I would say always revisit your vision and I think because that's one of the most important things that's going to you know force you to continue to challenge yourself and take those opportunities like if you lose sight of what your vision is or what your end goal is then um, you know you'll probably end up falling off the tracks and either not follow through with what you wanted to do or kind of lose the drive that made you start in the first place. So I think it's just always important to revisit that initial vision and just kind of keep going towards that until right. you get it.
0: Yeah, this goes back to remembering your why. Like your why is huge. Yeah. it It is, yep. no, I wouldn't say it's all the fuel to your fire because I'm sure that there are many things fueling you except for your one why reason. I'm sure you have a few why reasons, but you have to remember why you're doing this and stay true to why you're doing this because if you like straight away, as Kyle's talking about, then you stra like you you basically could lead your target demographic down like the wrong path, and maybe they no, are no longer your demographic if you forget why you're doing this in the first place and you're marketing to the wrong people. You know it, things change all the time, and that's another one of mine is just being flexible and being able to adapt. You have to be flexible and you have to be able to adapt. Kyle and I see this day in and day out. You know, and we had just talked about it a little bit in this episode. And we talk about it in every episode, basically. It's things are not going to go your way. And there there's no secret about it. Uh, some things will. And you're going to, you know, prepare for other things. But you have to be able to be flexible and adapt to the situations that you are in. So, all right, hit me with another one of yours.
1: Uh, another one I got is you should always approach problems or challenges from all angles i think that you know a lot of people think that they're when someone when they see someone that's successful that started a business they're probably in the back of their head like oh they you know they got lucky or you know they probably didn't do it on their own but you know they don't see that whole it's like that whole iceberg analogy where you only see the very tip of it um that's successful and then there's just the whole huge chunk that's like 90 percent of it that's under the water that you don't see and i think it's important that when you're when you're starting that you know you're gonna there's no blueprint to success you're gonna have to go through trial and error and you're gonna run into roadblocks and have a ton of different challenges and um, issues and it's just really important to look at all those from every single angle before you make your next decision because you're not going to have somebody uh, unless you have a mentor of some sort that's in the same industry but you're not going to have someone over your shoulder saying you should make this decision over this one um, 90% of the time it's going to be based off, you know, your gut feeling or the research that you did. And so if you look at things from all angles, before you make that decision, you can at least make the best decision that you possibly can at that moment. It might end up being the wrong decision, but it's, it's better than just, you know, having an issue and just choosing the first out that you, you end up right. finding. Having a mentor would be nice. We do not have a mentor.
0: <laughs> we mentor ourselves. We're the mentor and the mentee. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, we're good. We're good. Uh, We mentor ourselves. Yeah, between
0: that and having people sponsor our episode. What was that, like the first episode? I was like, today's episode is sponsored by nobody. (laughs) Because nobody wants to sponsor us. (laughs) Um, But yeah, no, good points, dude. I think that, you know, being confident and having patience and consistency, those are three big ones as well. And I'll even throw in a fourth, and that's being able to be decisive and make decisions. You have to be able to make decisions. And Kyle and I were joking about this before we hopped in here. It's like we're not the best with making decisions, but when push comes to shove, we get it done. And usually, they've been pretty good decisions that um, we haven't really need we haven't really needed to, you know, kind of like pull it back and revert on um, the <laughs> the biggest decision that we made that probably didn't benefit us was our first supplier that we our first manufacturer that we <laughs> went with that we got we ended up getting out of um because we didn't sign anything that we weren't really comfortable with so we yeah they did not they, help at all they we don't need to jump down that rabbit hole again because it's there. <laughs> like everybody if you've listened to this you already know you already know our frustration with them
1: right right yeah
0: having the confidence the patience and the consistency to continue to push through right to continue to push through. Those are some big ones, but what else you got over there?
1: Uh, another one I have is just always put yourself in challenging situations. Um Kim and I have tried I don't think we really try to put ourselves in challenging positions, but they we always end up in a really challenging one. Um and I I think that that might just be because what we're trying to do overall is pretty challenging and so every time we face a new issue, it's always a challenging situation like trying to find new suppliers and sampling new things you learn things from each time you sample something and um i mean we have a whole excel list of just a bunch of suppliers that you know we could potentially use down the line we cross them off if we don't want to use them um but i mean every every scenario and issue that we've come across has been challenging and it's something that we always end up learning something from it and so um, I'd say if you know you're you're trying to start something or do something new and you're not challenging yourself, then you're not gonna really get it anywhere. So it's really important to, you know, just always put yourself in a situation where it's challenging that you can learn from it.
0: Right, right. Yeah. Sorry, I had to turn my lights on. I felt like I was in in a dark room over here. But yeah, to expand on that, because that's one of mine too. Is like to challenge yourself. And there's that saying of if you're the smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong room. I completely agree with that because you should be, yeah, you should be challenging yourself. And you're going to be learning from people that are smarter than you. I don't care who you are or what you're doing. There's somebody out there that's smarter than you, right? Like, even if you're, you know, Elon Musk or Jeff Bezos and you're like the two richest people in the world that we know of, I'm sure that, you know, there's somebody out there that's actually more richer that's not in the media. But anyway, or wealthier, not more richer. Obviously Kyle and I are bad with English and grammar. It's all right. But, (laughs) but, um, granted they are very wealthy, but they're probably not the smartest people in the world. Right. But they are very intelligent, but there's always going to be somebody out there that's better than you and whatever the situation is, you know, so I do have a few more accountability and reliability. You need to hold yourself accountable when you screw up and or make mistakes, right? So having that accountability, be like, yep, I, I screwed up. I see it. I missed it. I'm going to fix it. All right. You, you hold yourself accountable and then you take action to, to get yourself back on track and put yourself in that direction that you are actually trying to go. And having that reliability, you need to be able to rely on others and, and give them the power to make decisions, but you also need to have people that like can rely on you as well. So Kyle and I, you know, it's push and shove when we, you know, talk to each other and and try to rely on each other. Um, You know, I I think that we do a pretty decent job. We could obviously do better at relying on each other for things for, you know, getting shit done basically, but we're living and learning from what we're doing and, and experience has taught us more than any textbook ever will. But not not that Kyle and I aren't the we're I wouldn't say that we're the greatest fan of like or fans of reading
1: textbooks yeah that's that's one um, I actually had written down was uh to try and read more like I don't know there. Right. I'm sure there's a ton of different you know I'm sure there's tons of great entrepreneurial entrepreneurial books out there and like autobiographies on people who are successful and I think you can really learn a lot from reading um, but I myself am a terrible reader <laughs> I'm just not yeah, the way well, that's a like, reader and it takes me forever to read books and right.
0: Yeah, I mean there's you know you 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 can I, I definitely say I wouldn't say like don't read because reading is it's a very powerful tool. Um, you know, if you have that in your arsenal to be able to handle that and dissect text and, and read books and uh so if you enjoy doing it and if you have the time to do it and if you're a fast reader, then great, like stick to it. Um, we've just picked up a lot more on experience and going through it. Does that mean that, you know, we're going to make less mistakes? No, we've made a bunch of mistakes. (laughs) But how does one tell that, you know, this book only led to you or it's going to lead to you making three mistakes opposed to you actually going through the experience without reading it? And that leads to five mistakes. How, How are you going to know how many mistakes it's going to lead to or how many failures it's going to lead to before you get on track? You don't know. You don't know, you know, whether some book's gonna help you in some way, shape, or form, but um, it it it'll stick with you. I'm sure there's some text in, in some book that you're gonna read that's gonna stick with you forever. I mean, I still have some text uh, from a few books that I've read in the past that have stuck with me through the years, and they're going to continue to stick with me because I still pull reference from them on occasion. Um, this this mind is it's a weird one, but it, it goes off all the time. If you if you haven't noticed, I don't shut up. I just talk 24 seven. I, yeah, but, but I, yeah, so I do have some more, and this gets into what our core values are, right? So like having the mindset of, um, we talked about challenging yourself, right? Believing in yourself is huge. If you don't believe in yourself and you don't believe in your situation and what you're trying to do, then how, how can you expect to be a successful entrepreneur or successful anything, right? So, and then just the ability to inspire others. There's, there's also another saying, and like I, I when Gary V talks about this a lot, is like the people that are working like, quote unquote, like for you, if you hire somebody, you're actually working for them, right? Because they're helping like bring your vision to life. They're helping build your company. Um, so instead of being like, you know, hey, you need to do this. You'd be like, hey, how can I help you with this? Or like, what can we do to get this done? Right? So like instead of necessarily treating them like you're – their boss you own them whatever the case would be um they're just another colleague and you know instead you can sometimes treat treat them as like you're working for them because they're helping you achieve your vision your mission your value. or well not the values but the mission and the vision of what you're trying to actually accomplish so definitely inspiring others because then in turn more than likely nine out of ten times they're going to want to keep coming back and, and work harder for you the more that you do for them, the more that they're going to be willing to do for you. It's a good yeah.
1: piece. That is beautiful.
0: That. <laughs> hey, thanks, man. Um, do you have any more? I got a few more.
1: Oh, uh, yeah, you can go ahead.
0: Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> Just keep the talking train rolling. <laughs> Having imagination and innovation. So, those are two big ones. You got to be innovative. And to be innovative, you got to have the imagination because you got to be able to think outside the box, right? That's plain and simple. If you're, if you're, if you're staying in this box right here, you're confined to these spaces. You know, you want to be the person like, I'm trying to see myself on the screen. you want to be the person outside the box, you know, thinking in the mindset of like, okay, what hasn't been done? What problem can I solve? What are the issue areas that need addressed? Don't confine yourself to the box or the circle or whatever triangle or shape or rhombus you want to put yourself into this isn't trigonometry. Okay. But you definitely want to think outside the box, get that imagine that imaginative, well, the imaginative, the creative mindset uh, going and flowing. And, you know, that's why I love talking about like the video game side of things because it allows me to be creative and allows me to come up with stories and and shit like that. Um, Do something that is going to allow you to be creative. So like, even if, uh, you know, maybe, I mean, well, Kyle and I, when it comes to being creative, like when we design the clothes, like we, and the website and everything that we designed for this company, like even down to the logo that it came down to, but yeah. And we, we, we pulled like reference, we pulled our own ideas. We, we thought about what we liked, what we didn't like, what we want, what we don't want.
1: And it's coming together. And it's actually really funny because earlier we had or earlier maybe it was last week we were looking at the old logos oh, that we had so funny we were first kind of brainstorming and they were just so funny to go back and look at and like you look at the logo that we have now and it's just like it's you know, clean and crisp it's right here for those of you that are watching on youtube <laughs> it just you know it's just night and day better yeah. than some of the some of the ones but you got to start somewhere and like we, we wouldn't have come to that design if we didn't have you know, something like building blocks that we had. Right.
0: I mean, it looks like an iron pulse design. Like it's just clean cut and crisp. Love it. Yeah. There's going to be different iterations that you go through to get to the final product. That's just what it is. You know, we're sampling stuff. We sample so that we can figure out what's wrong, what we don't like, what's screwed up and make sure that that doesn't end up making its way into our consumer's hands. Yeah. That's, that's just the process. That's life. You want to make sure that you deal with the screw-ups. If you own the company and you're going through, you deal with the screw-ups so that your clientele and your consumers don't have to. Oh, baby. All right. These are some. These are three big ones right here. Okay. All right. Are these the three biggest ones? No. Well, my biggest one was definitely to create your own opportunities. But uh, I mean, I, all the ones that we've listed are really big. And these three definitely don't shy away from the top. Being able to network, communicate well, and sell. Because you gotta sell not only yourself, but you gotta sell your company and what you're doing for people. This is why like, you know, you see the companies they always pull in investors and they're like, oh, we raised X amount of money before, you know, going public or whatever the case may be. They gotta they gotta sell it, man. They gotta sell their vision, they gotta sell their values, they gotta sell just the company and what they're trying to make in general and do in general. And and that comes back to networking too, and having that great communication. they all three tie together. If you can communicate well and you can network well, you more than likely can sell well. I know that Kyle's big into networking, so do you want to talk a little bit on on those
1: three pieces? I think uh in terms of networking, it's really just who you surround yourself with and associate yourself with like there were a lot of people in college that I met that they'd do things that I didn't really align with, so like i'd just I'd be friends with them and I'd be friendly with them, but I wouldn't you know, go out of my way to go hang out with them and stuff like that. I think that when you find, you know, some people that have the same motives or, you know, you can tell that they're kind of on the same path as you, then you start hanging out with them more. And, um, you know, I'm a lot better friends with people who are, um, I mean, I I don't want to say they're successful because success is, you know, there's a lot of different ways that determine success, but they're all very, you know, passionate and driven people where, you know, they're not you know, stuck in a day-to-day routine, they're doing something that they either really enjoy or something that, the, like Cam mentioned, it's an opportunity that they created for themselves. And um, whenever you, you, you know, you're in one of those friend groups and they introduce you to other people and, you know, you just be more and more people that are in the same, you know, collective group. So, I mean, I think it's just really about who you associate yourself with and making sure you hang out with people that, um, like we mentioned before, are gonna challenge you and, And challenge yourself and you know get to where you want to be the
0: more successful that you become the more people will want to hang around with you and act like they are affiliated with you that doesn't mean you just give them the cold shoulder right you don't like don't do that but you should definitely be aware of that that people like people don't know kyle and i now i'm not saying that they'll want to You know, necessarily know us down the road. If but if they align with what we're doing, they'll want to support and they'll be like, "Oh, like I know that person." You know, like if if they're in Colorado or if they're in Ohio or if they're back home in Pittsburgh, we've had people like from high school and I'm in college like reach out to us, which is awesome. I'm not gonna you know turn that down and and we can talk. But it's also uh,
1: holding us accountable because they're asking about it and we're like, "Yeah, you know," I I honestly I feel kind of bad because I feel like I've been saying like, "Oh, it's it's coming, it's coming," and. Every time something something gets pushed back, so it gets, you know, it's definitely holding us accountable because we need to get this out and you know let people decide if they even want to purchase it or not. But I mean, it's kind of tough to just keep saying, "Oh yeah, we like got got pushed back again," or now it's this date and turns of this into one. you got
0: to be got to be a salesman. Yeah, we got to turn into salesman. We just salesman. like you know, it's, uh,
1: it's better to look like you're a doer as opposed to like, oh yeah, like you know, just. It, it almost feels like we're, we're turning into the people that are like oh like yeah like we'll do that it's coming you know it's way cooler whatever right. you say oh it's here you know here it is this is what we've been talking about for so long and it's finally here
0: so back to a point that you just said is you know about defining what success is like how would you define what
1: success is because everybody has their own definition um I'd say like if you're just you know doing what you enjoy like if you're not then well
0: is that success to you
1: that's that's probably what it would be to me is if like i mean i don't think yeah. success is measured by a monetary value but um if someone's like you know if someone's working a nine to five and they just absolutely love it then you know that's successful right right
0: yeah i mean for me it some of it is monetary value because like my definition of success is financial freedom so if I have that financial freedom and like I'm traveling and I'm doing what I love and I'm not you know necessarily at a desk job and slaving away, then um, that to me would be success. Whether that's uh, and you don't need to be making like millions of dollars or or hundreds of thousands of dollars per se, you could still be living within your means and have financial freedom. Yeah. Um, but that that would be it for me for sure. So. Let's hope no, you, you, you can have all the hope in the world. You got to work towards that shit. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't care who you are. It ain't, it ain't being handed down to us. So we got to make it happen. Yeah. Oh yeah. What do you got? What else you got over there? I got, a, I got a few left.
1: That's about all I had. I think, um, other than that, just always have a, you know, a plan. Um, you can't always plan for the unexpected, but as long as you have, you know, at least a, you know, a business plan outline or, um, some type of plan, how you're going to get from point A to point B, I think that kind of helps keep you on the path. If you know, something unexpected happens, how do you get right. back onto the path that you need to get on? Um, but
0: yeah, you know, to talk a little bit about the business plan is it's not the end all be all, it, you know, it's going to change right? Like you should have some things that are set in stone, but like your whole business plan is probably going to change from whenever you first draw it up to whenever you actually start like progressing and making progress and, um, you know, expanding and so on and so forth. Like Kyle and I, like when we sat down to build our business plan, like we laid down the core, like the core, the nucleus of what it is and what our company is, but there are some outliers that are obviously changing within that we'll have to just update accordingly but even if you don't like you can have the greatest business plan in the world, that doesn't automatically mean that you're going to be successful. If you don't take action and and you don't get your shit together, then it doesn't matter how great your business plan is or how long your business plan is. I don't care if it's one pages or a hundred pages, whatever the case may be. There are people out there that don't even have a business plan and they're successful and, and they have the freedom that they want to have and they get to do what they want to do. And great. Like that's good on them. Um, you still got to take the action to make it happen. And that, that gets into kind of like what Kyle and I talked about, but my uh, two other ones I have were just self-motivation and the passion for what you're doing. If you don't have the passion for what you're doing, how can you expect other people to have a passion for what you're doing if you don't, right? I mean, how, how do you expect to sell people on a product, an idea, a company, whatever the case may be, if a class, a service, if you aren't even passionate about it? If you can't even sell yourself, how do you expect to sell other people? And it shouldn't, and you, here's the thing is like, if you pick your target market correctly and you are actually marketing towards your target market, you shouldn't necessarily have to be the greatest salesman in the world because they should find it relatable. They should be able to to put themselves in your shoes, right? Because you're going after and, and like finding a problem in their life more unlikely and solving it finding an issue making it better whatever the case may be but yeah definitely having passion and the self motivation so i think the last one i have on here is or actually i have two more think critically that's a good one that's a big one you got to be able to think critically <laughs> and just ha- like um, being humble having that humility you ca- you can't you can't sell like three things or maybe sell out your first launch and all of a sudden walk around like your head's too big for your shoulders and it can't fit through the door, you know, because as, as fast as it came, it could leave again and you could be left in the same position that you were in, um, before you became successful. But this time, instead of not having that thing, just get brighter instead of not having, um, you know, any like, product or company behind your name, now you have that reputation of, well, you were there and now you're no longer there. And this is why you're no longer there. It's gonna be harder to get back into the market if you have a bad rep. So be wise, <laughs> be wise, that would be my advice. But uh, yeah, you know, Kyle and I, we listed off some great, I think are great mindsets, just um, that you should definitely have, think about and or consider, You know, being in that entrepreneurial state of mind. And yeah, we have we have some examples in, to back that stuff for sure from what we've been from what we've been going through on a daily basis, and we continue to go through it on a daily basis. And right now, we're working on posting more on like our personal accounts because my actually this is you know what I've been looking at, and this would be my tip my tip for the episode would be that recently. You know now more than ever people are trying to affiliate themselves with less of like the brand image and more of like the person that's behind the brand they want to see what's going on behind the brand right so like what Kyle and I are doing on the podcast they want to see the people that are creating it they want to you know they'll follow like us on social media they may not necessarily follow the company whatever the case may be but now more than ever people really want to dive into Who's the face of the company? Like, who are the people that have put the work in behind? How are they getting it done? How are they doing it? What advice can they give me? Because maybe I want to start something like this. So if you're listening to this and you have a company, you have a podcast, whatever, whatever you have social media wise, um, or if you don't use social media and you just use word of mouth, because that's a great way to market yourself too. But, you know, and you don't have a personal page, it's time to consider that. Because as great as your brand is, people want to know who you are. They want to know who the person is behind the brand. They want to be able to relate to you as an individual, and then your company will your company will follow right behind. That's my tip. My tip for Thursday. <laughs>
1: but you have any
0: closing remarks there, brother?
1: I don't think so. I think uh, you know, just go for it.
0: Yeah, make it happen. What are you waiting on? I was like outside in the snow last night trying to get some footage. I gotta see how that stuff turned out. I don't know. I gotta I gotta sit here and try to color grade it. Yeah. But I'm not the best at filming. Kyle and I will probably never be the best at filming. Uh, I shouldn't say probably. We will never be the best at filming. But we are definitely gonna continue to get better. And uh, especially with Mike and Jordan's help. Yeah. So if you like the underfound value in this episode. And looking at our two lovely mugs, please feel free to share it with your friends and your family. As always, thank you for taking the time to listen and/or view this episode. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram, Pinterest, Facebook, and YouTube at Iron Pulse Athletics. Although Pinterest, I think our name now is Iron Pulse because we are we are Iron Pulse. That that URL is just or the the tag, not URL. The tag just taken. So, Iron Pulse Athletics, she be. But, you know, if you prefer email, we've got you covered as well. You can sign up and subscribe to our Iron Pulse report, which is on our website at ironpulseathletics.com. And you will receive 15% off when we go live, plus an hour early access so that you can get your hands on the merch. A little bit quicker and your stuff will be shipped out the door. ASAP, I would say. But And remember, no matter what you do, be all in.